Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Aaron, and I'm playing Sam Falouche. My name is Ellie, and I'm playing Archie. My name is Jeff, and I'm playing Jer Land. This is Jeremy playing Julian Dilix. This is Johnny playing Chime North. And I'm Jordan, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, we are finalizing our last character spotlight episode. The last one left, Sam. Aaron is grinning from ear to ear. I love the way this fell. Like, <laughs> so, we said... Quick, give a quick commentary. How is it to have all these loose ends and then weeks to plan what you're going to do? So, to be honest, I had most of it already planned <laughs> as we were going through this through the session last time. He's, like, sending me direct messages while we go through the last recording session going, this is what's happening next. Each other character spotlight really gave me some some ideas on things to do, and so it was definitely a, a fun one. So where would you like to begin? So we're going to begin shortly after we, we got out of the city. But Jer had just uh, given me some advice on which berries were poisonous and which ones were edible. And we're going to start that evening. Okay. After the hunters have already returned. It's dark, and I am going to go collect berries in the surrounding area. Is anybody going with you? I am not wanting anyone to go with me. But I am trying to be sneaky. So if someone notices me leave, then maybe they could. Well... One of the things I had to sprinkle in, Julian is actually going to be sitting by the fire with Bear. And he's got like a book, like a notebook, kind of like a journal kind of thing. And he's sketching out some plants for Bear to to be aware of and look for when they're out. Okay. So if you're trying to sneak, I guess that would be something to sneak by. Is everyone aware that you are giving Bear that information? No. You're not hiding okay. it, but... Uh, no. But you have not told it's the... Not like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to be teaching Bear or something. Okay. No, it was just, okay. we got back, we probably finished eating, <clears throat> and Julian is just going to be like, hey, Bear, come over here. Okay. Uh-huh. Then I am going to attempt to sneak okay. out of the camp. Thirteen, sixteen, seventeen. Sounds good to me. Okay. So nobody noticed me. I am going to start collecting those berries that were identified by as poisonous by Jim. Okay. Do we, I roll for that, or I collect all the poisonous berries? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll for that. Okay. Uh, knowledge, like a memory thing? Yeah, because you're, you're going to have to go a little bit further along the path, because um, there are things that are, you know, there's a lot of snow here. You've got to go find the berries... Oh, you gotta, you gotta like dig them out from the snow, because it would be a searching check if I. Oh, if it's a search, then it's perception. Okay. So search. Yeah, search I like perception. search. All right. So searching for berries, poisonous berries. Okay. <laughs> well then, would you like to spend a character point? Yes. What'd you get? I don't know what's the target. Got I got a seven. The target was ten. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'll spend a character point. <laughs> a five, so thirteen. Good thing you didn't upgrade your character. Twelve. 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> so twelve. Okay. So go ahead and describe how you find these berries. So as we were walking, I was collecting everything that I could find, so that way I could figure out which ones were, and Jared just happened to be so helpful. <laughs> so I kind of remembered that on the side away from the tr- away from where the wind would be usually coming from, um, of the trees, there was less dense snow, and yeah. some of the branches were able to get more purchase. And, uh, and also leeward side of boulders and yeah. things along those lines. Yeah. So I was able to remember that those areas were going to be a good spot. After collecting them, I am going to bring them back into camp. Okay. It's getting dark. I work better in the dark. 
Initially, I had planned on that being my quote. (laughs) 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 I am also going to grab a few sticks off the ground. Okay. Whatever I find later. I will allow that as a free action. Okay. And then I'm going to make my way back to camp. Okay. So I guess who's still awake when I get back to camp? (sighs) How long does this take? I would say probably about 45 minutes to oh, an hour. Not okay. terribly long. I mean, you're, you're, you're just, you're not trying to go terribly far. No, because, because don't I don't want to get lost. Exactly. So and I am not a survivalist out in the wilderness. Right. So I'll go ahead. Everybody roll a die. Three or above, you're awake. I'm awake. I'm awake! Five. Everybody's awake. Everybody's awake. <laughs> We're all awake. Even Every- Jeff? Except for Bear. <laughs> Bear is like, <laughs> crawling on the ground. Okay. No. Julian's still by the fire. Um, he has like a fashioned, like crucible type thing, and he's putting some looks like some leaves of something up over the fire, bringing back and crushing it, and putting back over the fire, adding some different kinds of leaves. He's making something. Okay. Where is everybody else? Is everybody else kind of sitting around the fire, or Archie's sitting around the fire, picking, using his pinky finger to pick some food out of his teeth. I'm still trying to figure out my tent. This is we're, not something we're sleeping in an igloo. <laughs> I'm still yeah. trying to figure out my tent. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's just shaking his head over by the fire, so wondering why he's by trying to figure out a tent. Okay, is Katari by the fire or is she in the igloo? She would be in the igloo, like because she's in, yeah. in shelter. Okay, then I'm going to approach everybody at the fire and put the sticks that I've gathered down there. I gathered some more wood for the fire. Tell everybody that. Julian takes a look and is like, well, half of those we're not going to use. They smoke really bad. Oh. Well, we can use them when we go hunting. Okay. Kind of separates those out. I'm glad I could be be of some help. I think I'm going to be turning in for the night. And I'm going to head over to the igloo. Okay. Once there, I'm going to crush those berries into a paste and put it into a leftover wrapper from... Like our, uh, from an MRE. Yeah, something. from like the food packaging that we've been using. Gotcha. So that way I'm, I kind of have it stored. And <laughs> before turning in, I'm going to get some of the, the paste onto my finger and spread it around on the inside of Katari's mouth. Alright, that sounds like a scene. <laughs> Jeremy's face. <laughs> Alright, what do you want to do next? We're going to try to save as much time as we can for the mountain scene. So the next scene, because that, that, that pretty much details Sam's more or less trip for the rest of the, the time as slowly poisoning Katari. So we'll go ahead and jump to the town where we're all trying to get our transportation. Okay. As I recall, Jer had gone to get the pirate. No, gone to heal that one pirate. Well, I went off looking for sledges. And ended and up healing the ended pirate. Up healing the pirate. Okay. Because they wouldn't let me heal the bunch of people in the building. Archie and Bear went looking for the pirate. Sam went looking for it for the dogs. Yes. And Chime and Julian, I think, were doing absolutely nothing because no one wanted Chime and Julian didn't well, want to tell each other what to do. And I believe there was a discussion about somebody looking after the dog. I do regular healing checks on Katari, by the way. I know. <laughs> so I would have noticed something. But continue. And it was discussed that she was getting, she was up and down the entire trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yay! Somebody else is telling them that I'm poisoning her. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go off into what looks like a hunting area. Like people were set up for hunting trips okay. to, go, to go find those dogs. Do you intend on coming back to the main meeting? Yes, place? with dogs. So... I am going to go looking for these dogs. And what I imagine, is it morning or is it? Yeah, it's, it's probably midday, around around lunchtime. Okay. Do I find any dog kennels? Yes. I would imagine that in this kind of environment, like dogs would be a, a rather logical choice for, for transportation. Okay. Instead of like, you know, some fantasy locations would have stables. Well, this one has dog kennels. Okay. So, what I am going to attempt to do, at Shade's insistence, is we like animals. Shade uh, and I decide that everyone said we wanted dogs, so I am going to take some of the dogs. 
That's fair. I'm trying to match up the timeline a little bit with what I remember kind of happening in the last one. I just see us having to leave in a hurry because uh, I'm going to attempt to steal dogs. Like a sled team of dogs. Nothing good ever happens in a RPG when you try to steal transportation. <laughs> Why do you think he's doing it? <laughs> it's a holiday. We're closed. <laughs> At least it's not a submarine. Yes. I once tried to steal a submarine. In a, it was just a recreational vehicle, too. <laughs> but I'm not stealing the transportation, just the animals. They're in... Archie's going around looking for the actual sleds, so... Right. I just was told to go get the animals. I'm doing my part of, of the team. Because that's... Sam is definitely a team player outside of killing Atari. <laughs> and I, I stand by that, because you've never seen Sam intentionally try to hurt any, any, any of our te- team members. Yes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay, um, so... The kennels are rather low buildings like single story huts essentially um, that have been made out of like stones piled together and then covered in, in, in dirt like because they want they wanted basically that they put made mud and they froze the mud over over like a, a stone wall type of thing to oh. try and hold things together rather well um, and then uh, obviously the snow and everything compacting on it it would it would hold together quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are rather low buildings. They're kind of long. The kennel owners actually have like a, a, a little apartment built into it so that they live there because they got to take care of the dogs in the evenings. And, you know, it's just for security reasons. People try to steal dogs all the time because they are valuable. Okay. So you would not be the first to try this particular method of acquisition. Okay. Do, are there any of the kennels that are that have less activity? Is there anyone that, that there's not somebody, some, not somebody sitting outside of or that I could see someone moving in? Well, if you remember correctly, the town has recently been hit by a bit of a illness. Uh-huh. So there is a lot less activity in the town than there would normally be in, just in, in the first place. But that probably means that everybody is staying inside. Okay. Trying to keep warm while they recover. Then I am going to approach one on the furthest side away from the rest of everything else. Okay. So try to get you know as far out where I'm not going to be in the middle of everything. And, and I'm going to attempt to sneak in to the kennel and try to untie some bolts. Are you going to, like, use any of Shade's abilities at this point? or? I actually don't know how much of Shade's abilities would be helpful outside of being dark. Which would be highly suspicious. Weren't you doing things at Chime's house, like to get into the the house? Yes, to get myself into or out of. Mm-hmm. And this being a solid ice structure, it does not work because there has to be a gap. Gotcha. So is there only one door or are there windows? There are some windows. Okay. So yes, I will attempt to slip slip through the through the window at the kind of the back. Of the, the back of the kennel. Like right into where the dogs are. I don't know if that's a good idea. Looking through the window, is there one that's kind of like... <laughs> Sam dies here and gets mauled by dogs to death. So I am going to attempt to uh, get into one of the windows that's kind of near where the kennels are. Looking through the windows, do I see somebody sitting inside? Yes. Okay. Is it dark inside there? It seems to be fairly decently lit. Um, they don't have a ton of electrical lights like you would have in a major city um but they do have some rigged up um it sounds like you can hear a generator going and where there's like only a few like bulb lights you can see like some oil lanterns and, and things in other parts of the the hallway to where, where illumination would be needed like more in the spot area okay um i have one of my spells nyctophobia make the guy afraid of the dark so I'm going to attempt to make... Is it one guy sitting in there? Yeah. You can use this one. Season one. I know. I'm going to make him afraid of the dark. Okay. Try to use it on Julian. The mm-hmm. first time you tried to do oh, it, yeah. you tried to use it on Julian. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 30. And target number 19. Okay, I guess you get it. Um, 
and pretty much it makes him a quivering mass. He can't do anything when he's in the dark. And then I'm going to go, can I hear where the generator is coming from? Yeah, it okay. sounds like it's it, it's very faint humming, so it sounds like it might be on the opposite end of the building from where you are. Okay, I'm going to go cut the uh, cord coming off. Okay. Or actually just see if I can turn it off. <laughs> so is there an on-off switch? Or no. but, Okay. Then yeah, I'll go ahead and cut the line. Cut the cut the cord, or where is the fuel coming from? I guess. Is, uh, are are there any fuel hoses exposed? It looks like there's a, a tank that's built next to it. There are some lines that seem to be going down. It looks like it's actually shielded because they don't want the snow getting on the actual lines themselves because that could cause uh, the fuel to, to to expand. So they're not thin lines. It's... No, no, it's not like just a hose coming off of it. it, it there's like an actual metal casing built around it. Okay, then I'm going to cut the line coming from the uh, from the generator into the building. Okay. And now I'm going to go... All the dogs are barking, like it's the howls and... Okay. Then I'm going to go ahead and start getting some gear for the dogs. While this guy is over here screaming and crying and wetting himself. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm going to gather the gear and Try to gather a few dogs. Okay. The dogs don't recognize your scent. Okay. And so, how well can you see in the darkness? <laughs> Barry. <laughs> <laughs> 31, 33 for my seeing heat signatures. Okay. So you can... Target 20. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Actually, rather than using the heat vision, something we haven't used very much is the just low light vision. Okay. So that's what I'm Okay. So you can see the dogs. There's about 20 or so each in like kennels with like maybe three or four dogs per kennel. Okay. I'm going to approach each one, see if any of the dogs seem less. Do they seem hostile or they're just. Yeah, they don't recognize you. They've been trained to work with people that they don't know, but this is like the darkness and, and the, the screaming and everything they like sense that. shade. That's causing some less than advantageous situations. Okay. So, are there any that seem less hostile? Like the lead pack member or... I don't think so. I think there's a pretty okay. strong level of... Then I'm going to approach one of the one of the kennels of four or five. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to start trying to talk. Talk, calling, soothing noises to the animals and just kind of talk them down to where they'll, they'll be. It's okay, it's okay. I'm, I'm here nice to help. doggy. Good yeah. doggy. Yeah. Here, poochie, poochie, poochie. Do you have any meat? Oh, is there any in the? There's some in the building. Uh, is there? There has to be. Go <laughs> ahead and go ahead and roll to find it. Roll a search. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I rolled a five. I can use up to three character points. Yeah. How much is it going to be? I mean, because it's a it's a kennel, so they're stored here. Right. The dog food is here. But today is a Thursday, and <laughs> the hunting to restock the, the larder is pretty much... That's going to happen on Fridays. Okay. Another reason to not like Thursday. So, then I'm just... <laughs> I'm not going to bother with the meat. Okay. I'm going to start trying to calm them down a little bit using animal handling. Okay. And I'm going to use... Uh, Fate point. That doubles the number of dice, Correct. not the number of extra pit. No. So if it goes over three, does it get no? no. It's a plus. It's just, it's It'd just, be plus four. Seventeen, twenty-one. Okay, good enough. All right. So you start. Good doggy, kind doggy. Yeah. Sit, sit, sit. Here, poochie, poochie, poochie. You're such a pretty puppy. Everything you would say to your own dog. Yeah. So they're, they're calm, and I get them, get some of them gathered up. Okay. How many do you want to have? I mean, because feasibility, you're a rather petite individual. I mean, they're they're behaving at this point. Well, for the moment. Um, you never know. I mean, I took my dog for a walk this morning, and my wife nearly got her arm jerked out when the dog saw a couple of rabbits. So. Squirrel. Exactly. So I'm going to take five. Okay. Put on their gear and number of leashes, yep. harnesses, and uh, head back to camp. Sounds good. And I show back up. Wait. I found some dogs. Who, wait, who, who's at camp? 
Yeah, well, obviously, Chime and Chime and Julian. Julian. Is Jer back yet? Not yet. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me even or odd. Even your back odd, you're not. Even. So you've just returned from healing the captain of the plucky parrot. So, as you would come up, as Sam would come in, you would see Julian from a, from a distance. You see Julian and Jer having a conversation, and looks like Julian is adamantly trying to convince Jer of something. Jer is just trying to relay something. So you guys are kind of butting yeah. heads a little bit. Okay. Little bit. Raised voices. Julian's is. Can I hear it? Can you? Yes. As you're as you're approaching, okay. you, you can start hearing Julian's voice. What do I hear? What do I hear Julian say? This this is to try and save Katari. Let me worry about Katari's health. Uh, it has to do with the elemental. I know what I'm doing. I have done this sort of before. That's what we're taking her to the animal preserve for. We need to try and do something along the way as well. Otherwise, this is going to be a pointless trip and we're going to have to dig a grave somewhere halfway through. Well, remember, it's not just Katara. It's also this Archie fellow that's with us. Yes. All right. And Julian is going to get fed up and he's going to be like, so regardless of what goes on, you would try to heal anybody on this on this uh, journey, right? Yes. All right. And he turns around and he walks into the igloo. I found some dogs. We may not need them. Oh. So that that spell, Nyctophobia, has mm. only lasts ten minutes. So I imagine at this point it has worn off. There might from... be a hue and cry when dogs are noticed missing. Oh, I did not know that. So from inside the igloo, you hear Julian yelling out to Jer. He's like, um, you might want to come in and check if I pass out. Jer is going to duck into the igloo. So... Do you want to stake down the dog's leads, or what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, because we have the dogs. We might not need them. And we're still waiting for a sledge. Or are we? Well, that was what Jer was Oh, after. you were supposed to go find that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Couldn't find one. Because Archie and Bear... They were went after to the, the plucky parrot as well. Yeah. All right. So, what Julian was doing, he was making out of things he was finding in the wilderness. He's making a version of that drug that he got in the city. And he wants to try and use it to stabilize Guitari. Okay. But he wants to not just test it on Guitari. He wants to actually test it. Like on himself? He was going to test it on himself. Gotcha. So, that's what he's going to do. <laughs> it's like, no. Alright. <laughs> okay. That sounds like it's going to be a medicine check. Can we roll survival first for the actual making of the... If you made it right. If I made it right? Nope. No? We're just going to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're taking a risk. Alright. You, you gotta take a risk. Medicine's under knowledge. Yep. Check the points might be spent. Eleven. Well, you're successfully able to administer it. Was it the right concoction? No. What? Can I use a character point? <laughs> you could, but the target number is twenty. Well, you're at eleven. Character point number one. Ooh. Character point mm. number two. <gasps> Fourteen. <laughs> bam. 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 Those are like the two. Those weren't helpful. Not <laughs> no. So I'm at 14. I got one more character point, and the target is 20. I've got to get a 6. But if you don't do it, now it's a waste for those other two. It's yeah, like yeah. Lost cause fallacy or lost effort yeah. fallacy. Going for a 6 right here. Character point number 3. 6! Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so you start feeling queasy. <laughs> don't know if it's going to work properly or not. Like, if it's going to be the proper dose. You didn't just kill yourself. Yes. Well, knowing what it would, it's supposed to do, I could kind of sense if it is actually working close to it regularly. It's coming at a bad time, but it's supposed to slow down your your cognitive functions. Well, coming at a very bad time. Okay. 
So if he made it right, he's going to start to feel lethargic. He's going to start mm-hmm. to make n- not make sense when he's speaking. Yeah. He's going to sort of look like and act like he's drunk. And then it's explain to administer properly. <laughs> All right. I, I, I will allow that. I will allow that. <laughs> so in my mind, the nyctophobia spell has worn off of the kennel handler, and they will start trying to figure out where these dogs went. Yes. And I did walk right by the guy in relatively dark. So what I imagine happening is that there's now an outcry coming from the back, because it's a community of people. Right. And also, the theft of dogs don't, doesn't just affect the owner. It's, it's considered a community issue. So as you're starting to hear the, those cries coming, where do the dogs go? And you can, you're seeing people running out and everything like that. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts. And we're back. So, hearing the outcry and knowing that me plus five dogs leave a pretty clear trail. Yeah. I'm going to stick my head into the igloo and say, uh, guys, uh, I think we need to be leaving, like, now. As you stick your head into the igloo, Julian is stumbling out. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my goodness. That, that, works, that, that, that works really, really, really quickly. Where do these dogs come from? Archie and Bear show up. I would like to attempt a heal others on <laughs> Drath on Julian. But Bear comes up and is like, oh, meat! Dogs! Where did you get these? From over there. I don't think they're happy. I think we really need to be leaving soon. Julian is, is, is up just spinning around looking at us like, why is the sky green? <laughs> but aren't they so sweet as I'm getting down back? Jeff, do you want to roll heal others? Yes. Okay, two things. What's wrong with this lunatic over here? And you even know how to run a sled team. How hard can it be? And I don't have to run the sled team. I just got the dogs. I mean, who's running it then? Sam's looking around. (laughs) Everybody kind of looks at each other. Difficulty eight. And then it adds plus two to my medicine. I'm assuming either Jer or Julian. We're all running like with Julian. Yeah, but I could try. He's trying. So it's me a good character. Crazy yeah, green yeah. sky guy over here is gonna run the sled team right now. We'll find out. I like him better this way. Julian looks past, like turns his head. He's, he's like, "You like who? Who? Who are you talking about? Your best friend, right? Right next to you. It's a dog sitting right next to you. <laughs> Sixteen. Well, you're, you would be able to heal him if there was something physically wrong with him. <laughs> it's just got to work through his system. I know. Apparently it was the wrong dosage because it worked really fast. Okay, guys. I'd, seriously, they're, they're, they're going to be coming any minute now. I think, I think we should start heading out somehow. We don't have a way other than on foot right now. Well, on foot. We may have a ride with the plucky parrot. Oh? Yeah, I just spent the afternoon healing their captain. Oh. Wait, what? How did you convince that fool? Wait, how did you even get to meet the captain? I healed him. Archie's gonna grumble. Wait, who's coming? I'm coming, sis bear. I think we're all going. Yes, we're all all going. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Julian's like, well, let's go then. Someone grabbed Atari and and I'm going to... And he starts walking in slow motion. So Someone grab Katari, <laughs> and I'm going to put one of Julian's arms around my shoulder and say, come on, buddy. Let's keep going, guys. Don't get left behind. <laughs> <laughs> and he's walking super slow. What are you going to do with the dog, Sam? Uh, so now that I know that we have a way no, using it. It's not a guaranteed way. But. Now that I know that we might have a way and we have no sledge, I'm only going to take one of them. You're going to take one of the dogs. Yeah, I'm going to leave the other ones. Archie raises an eyebrow and says, No, you're not. Not going to leave them or not going to take the one? We're not going to leave them. 
Okay, well, we can grab them. I grab the leads. So, you're stealing a whole bunch of dogs, and you're taking off in a pilot ship. <laughs> Rather than leave the dogs to be found by the people who own them. Julian raises a fist in the air. It's like, no one is left behind. <laughs> <laughs> I take the lead so that Archie can take Katari. Okay. So, yes, we're taking the dogs. <laughs> at least to the ship. Yeah, at least as far as the Wait, ship. Wait, can't we attach a dog to Katari's stretcher? All right, fine. One dog per person, dog attached to Katari's stretcher. And then we head towards the towards the pirate ship. Yeah, which is on this like the sky towers that are closer to town. So you're heading back towards the area that you just left, and the people are looking for the dogs. Like directly towards them? Yes. Yeah. Gonna be... I'm going to call back. We might not want to take the dogs with us if we want to leave this place. No one gets left behind. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you the first time. Why exactly did you take these dogs without us make sure we had a sledge? I said Because uh, I assumed, because I thought everybody was going to do their part. So Clearly, yeah. Me, I said me, find dogs so we could arrange purchase. And I found the dogs. But not to arrange Purchase. Who purchased? Nobody, that's the problem. Oh. So the fact that I was the only one who was willing to pull my weight around here. And Jer, clearly. So, uh, I do think Jer's right. We're either going to have to let the dogs go or, or return them. fight our way through. I don't feel up for a fight, especially not with Julian in this state and Katari still in the state that she's in. Chime, what do you think? Let them go? Yes. I say we let them go back to their masters. So... If we get a sledge, we can find more dogs. Okay. I'm going to drop my lead. And I'm assuming Chinese yeah. as well. And Jared does. What about Archie? Archie keeps moving forward. Archie wants a dog! With a grip on the lead. What does Bear do? That actually means one of your personal goals, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What does Bear do? Can I keep one? Come on, we're going, we're going, we're going. We'll figure that out when we get there. And keep heading towards the, uh, towards the, um, pirate ship. Do the okay. dogs go towards their masters? Or do they run off? They, okay. They start pulling on the leads, trying to, to get back to voices they recognize. So yeah, when we let go of them, they just They just off. take off, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of whining coming from the one that's, that Archie maintains. Jasper, calm down! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he named it already. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Can I roll for animal? Here? Yes, you can. Archie's gonna try to let out a special whistle, maybe. Okay. This is eleven. Okay. It seems to work for the moment. They start paying attention to you because, as an android, you are actually able to do a, a hypersonic whistle. So that definitely piques their interest. And everybody else does, I can't hear it, so they're all like, okay. Good boy, Jasper. So where are the people who are looking for the dogs in relation to our line of travel? I mean, are we running right at them, or is it more like... It's more of a hue and cry kind of thing, where their people are going every direction. Oh, okay. Then keep making our way towards the plucky pair. It's the big red one over there. Julian has taken off his coat. It's like, man, it's hot. Keep the jacket on. But it's hot! Keep the jacket on. I don't care. Does he drop the jacket? No, he okay. doesn't care. Do we successfully make it to the plucky parrot? As in our current state, do we successfully make it to the plucky We all end up in prison here. Okay, let's go ahead uh, Let's go ahead and make a... You know where it is. Running? I was thinking running or reflexes or something along those lines. Or a skills challenge? Well, uh, yeah, essentially. I was a going five, to... Like a, a five... Success skills challenge. I persuade all of us to go faster. I was going to say three, but, it, you know. <laughs> okay, three is good. If, if I'm you, at five among the group, not yes, five. Per, okay. Yes, yes. Like, so if three people hit a, a 15 on running, target number 15. Oh, so you want to be running. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll, we're just making it easy. Like, it's it, Easy? I didn't like that. <laughs> okay. No. You get to the, the plucky parrot without it, too much difficulty. And, of course, you can spend fate points... Character points. points as needed. Okay. What's the the penalty for for Julius drugs? Uh huh. <laughs> That's why. Like, how how many dice do you have? Uh, I in running I have three D plus two. 
basically one video all actions. <laughs> it would be it'd be it'd be all actions because everything yeah. takes brain power. Right. Yeah, I was. And gonna, that's what's. I was basically here. going to treat it as wounded. So yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So we were all running. If three Except people get it, we make it. Two. Correct. Two D plus two. Can we roll for Bear because he's got five D. <laughs> <We're> um, <all, laughs> Alright, so we don't Archie and Bear will make it. Okay. That, oh, and Jeff made it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> oh. I'm not even going to spend character points. Nope. I rolled a zero. I, I rolled a two. Because I have you, plus two. You said five. Eighteen. Okay. Ten. Eighteen. Twenty-five. Well, I got only eleven. <laughs> I got a eight. Archie I got a plus 18. two. Yay! So you're all able to make it. Julian wasn't the slowest. No. <laughs> Chime is not used to running in the snow, and they weren't—they weren't really planning. You all weren't really planning to do this, so he hadn't put his snowshoes back on. So he's like, you're struggling through. Yes. This. And I'm gonna just for effect say that the only reason Julian wasn't last is because it was a downward slope toward <laughs> the plucky parrot, and he actually tripped and was rolling down the hill <laughs> part of the way. <laughs> He gets to play Pierre as a giant snowball. <laughs> you. I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, baby. Mad Mart again. So you make it to the Plucky Parrot. The guards are like, Who goes there? Oh, it's Jared, the guy that healed your captain. And it is I, Julian Illix. Him we know. You we don't. Uh, this is my team that I was telling you guys about. Alright. So these are the people that need passage? Yes. Alright, fine. But you'll, you'll have to uphold your end of the bargain to work as our medic. Yes, as long as we're in the air with you, I'll be medic. Okay. And can we leave now? Yes, the sooner the better. Jared, go ahead and make me a persuasion roll to try and convince them to leave. Faster. Julian walks up to the guy and like puts his hands on the shoulders like you are a kind, kind gentleman, sir. And hugs him. <laughs> Take two away from your roll. <laughs> Can I assist? Seven. Can I assist in the persuasion? How do you want to assist? We need quick passage out of here, um because as you hear all the shouting, uh A friend made a poor life choice. Yes. As you can see, we also have wounded with us who need a <laughs> warm, dry place where we can treat them. All right, go ahead and roll, roll the persuasion. 26. Okay, I guess that works. <laughs> Julian's like, I'm fine. It's going to wear off. And he looks at his watch. Wow, that's moving really fast. It's, it should be tomorrow already. I can't. Whatever. <laughs> I push Julian up onto the ship. Okay, so you all, you all go up the... Um, the tower and board the ship. With the two dogs. Yes, with the two dogs. There was two? Yes, there was two. <laughs> Archie and Bear. Archie and Bear each kept one. They would. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we take off. And then scene. Yeah. And scene. I got a dog. <laughs> so I have you did two more scenes in mind. Scene. Yep. One being a short walk. Okay. And... It would be us sitting around, the entire team, sitting around eating a meal together, eating dinner. Okay. On the ship. Okay. I was going to say before or after. Yeah. On or after the ship. On the ship. We're all kind of sitting around the two dogs, kind of on the deck near us, and everybody just having a meal together. As well as some, you know, and it, it looks it looks relaxed. And I guess part of that would be, you know, some some joking, some conversation. And my only question in that would be, do, do we each have our own cabins in this? In this I would uh, imagine not. I would imagine not. So yeah, we're all yeah. sleeping on the deck. Or hammocks. Or, yeah. Yes, but we're all kind of... Okay. So during this time, Sam has not been poisoning Atari because of lack of privacy. It's been very difficult to find time where... It, someone is not around. It's really awful when you cannot perform your nefarious deeds because other people are watching you all the time. However, are there any, like, flags, cloth, pieces, bits of cloth on the... Well, I mean, you have an ent entire canvas balloon over your head. So there's patches. Torches. 
No, it's filled with hydrogen. <laughs> and most of the light comes from chemical lights. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right, so we are just sitting on the deck having a meal. And meal conversation. Yeah, conversation. Julian is being kind of quiet, though. And you just see him kind of just, he's just kind of staring off into wherever. And then I'm imagining there's two lights on either side of the, the deck where they're sitting. Okay. And you just see him kind of looks at one, looks at the other, and he keeps just going back and forth between the two lights. And then as he keeps going back and forth, when he looks at one, you can start to notice it actually starts to get a little dimmer. And he looks at the other one. And it starts to get a little dimmer, and then he kind of snaps back to it, shakes out out of what he's doing, and then his uh, dreads just kind of like <laughs> like flare back, flare back, like there was this gust of wind, and he's just like, <laughs> and he starts laughing. Well, I, that was weird. I think Julian's been taking some more of that stuff. No, 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 no. So you think we'll be able to actually convince the crew to take us all the way to the animal reserve? I don't know, Jer's been the one that's been working with him. What do you say, Jer? Well, there's a station on the other side of the mountains, just outside the preserve. So we can at least get that far? Yeah. How's your medicaling? Medicaling? The, the crew been going. Is it everybody doing all right? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's doing fine. Have you checked him out? I don't need to Julian's fine. Okay. Julian's fine. Uh, the, the just had a little freak out right there. Weird. The whole hair thing was weird. I always thought he needed to be checked out. <laughs> I don't know. I think at times all of us could probably use good checking out. Yeah, probably. But the purpose of his journey is to check out actually two people out. Well, yes, one person and one other being out. Yes. I would say people. Oh, do you call yourself people? Archie looks up from Jasper and looks at him. You said something? Needs to be checked out. Yes. Cannot agree more. How has Katari been doing? Better. Good. Good. Yeah. She seems to be doing better now than when we were on foot. I think being in a warm place is helping. I'd imagine that the cold takes it out of you. Sure feels better than me in here. And also giving some room for the elemental to work without resistance. From the physical body being sick. Yeah. A klaxon starts going off. Uh, what's that mean? What's going, what's on? going on? I guess I move and try to look out the windows yeah. and see if we can see anything. Do any of the crew run by? Yeah, crew starts running by. I stand up. Is there anything we can do? Get below. Closer to the part that's going to be damaged when we land. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Belisarian man of war behind us. Oh. Down below I go. Um, some of us might be able to help. Yeah, we can help. I mean, depending on what we're... Are we, are we fighting or running? We're running. You don't want to tangle with the man of war. I can help us run. Okay. I could possibly serve the dead. Oh, wh- what are you guys going to do? I'm an air proxy. As a team, we have some special skills. and uh, An air proxy giving you guys a boost might... Or giving them a shove... I'll go down to where Katari is at and make sure her bed is braced and everything. Jared, what do you want to do? I'm going to basically to the med station to to wait for if anyone needs it. Archie, what do you, what do you want to do? Scoops up Jasper and starts running down to the below. Bear follows. He pets Jasper. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. Jasper is like a 60-pound dog. Just, just <laughs> doesn't matter. Just to... Like, <laughs> yep. Just to put the <laughs> mental image in everybody else's mind. Yeah. Archie carrying. Uh, I would assume Bear or also picks <laughs> up the dog. And goes. What does Bear's dog say? Please tell me it's dog. <laughs> it's grizzly. Oh, I like it. Yeah. And Julian, what are you doing? Um, he's going to stay with whatever crewman that we're talking to. Just saying, how close are they? They're about a quarter mile behind us. How close is that in kilometers? <laughs> <laughs> less than a kilometer. Much less than a kilometer. Yeah. So Sam is going to move towards the back of the ship. Okay. Julian follows. And so Sam is going to attempt to create wind to uh-huh. slow down the uh, man of war behind us. 
Okay. Push against the metal board. So basically create a turbulent. Yeah. Try and push them backwards if you push us forward. Not really trying to push us forward, but more slow them down. Rather than, because I, I would hate to... Yeah, I guess that's every action. Equal opposite. Reaction. Okay, that's a good that's some, some good old 28, 30. Okay. So, are you creating like a, like a, just a patch of rough air? Are you creating like a vortex or? No. More like a strong headwind. As you're doing it, Julian doesn't say anything yet, but just reaches his hand out towards the, the other ship. He's standing there for a long time. So I just rolled for um, piloting to make sure that, that the plucky parrot stays on course. Okay. And I failed horribly. I rolled a four. So we get blown off course. Yes. What happens to the Man of War? The Man of War also, you can see it like all of a sudden drop about about a hundred meters or so. Wow. So it's like, whoosh, like straight down. But also at the same time, you feel the plucky parrot like list forward. Okay. Like pushing the back bow up, everything that's not bolted down starts sliding towards the front of the ship. To include us. To include you. Which is why I breached Katari's bit. Is there a like a bulkhead or any kind of wall behind that where we're standing? I mean, I guess is, is it a big open? We went to the back, right? Yeah. yeah. So is there like a rail? There we just... Yeah, we you can grab, grab it. Okay, hang on. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me a re- reflexes roll. Five. Eleven. You're able to hold on. You're not. Okay. So is it so that back to my initial question? Is it like a big open thing, or is it like actually uh, you know are there walls, or is it? It's a little more open. Okay. But basically, what I'm imagining is that the actual ship, the gondola itself, is a bit of like a, a warren of, of decks and rooms and, and hallways and things like that. So once you start going down. Like you're in a more open room, but you're hitting the the, the wall that leads, okay, like to the hallway. So I slam it. Down. Yes. Well, with Sam no longer there next to you, he's going to try and do this on his own. Okay. Drop a fate point on this. Double my dice. He is reaching out and trying to connect with any possible air elementals on the manor. Okay. Target is the 24. Oh. With 10D, it should be. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you roll all ones and twos. Oh, I got a six on the wild die, so there we go. I see two other sixes there. 26. Yeah, 46. Okay, so you see some air elementals like that are basically the reason it hasn't dropped further is that air elementals on the bottom of the mana war were pushing down to stabilize the, the vessel. They have proxies that are, are like part of the crew that are like stationed there to provide like extra support and can actually speak things along with that. So the ship does have like you can sense about six air elementals that are stationed pretty well. Now is this a original like everything else? Yes, this is exactly. There is a streak of lightning that branch arches out from the man of war towards the plucky curve. Yeah. Julian is going to persuade, at that same time, one of the air elementals to puncture the wound of the man of war. So you see this lightning. If you look very carefully, you can see a fire a fire proxy standing on. There is actually like a, a widow's walk on the top of the zeppelin, and you can see a fire proxy who stayed up there when it fell. Yes, like like tied Kinetic. down. Oh, okay. Yeah, like tied down, down, lashed down, and you can just see like it goes over and it hits the plucky parrot's balloon, and all of a sudden your ship starts dropping. Ares is about to as well. Well, no. Ares is about to probably about to blow up. 
you're trying to persuade the the one of the arrow mouths is to puncture them. Okay. Uh, and I did not know that the fire proxy was on top of the balloon. No. So your target number is going to be twenty-five. Okay. Should be good. With ninety. So this is happening at the same time as fire proxy is exactly. shooting. Exactly. Twenty-five and change. Okay. <laughs> so you see like this burst of lightning that hits your balloon and then all of a sudden there's like this blossom. The gondola just all of a sudden starts dropping as there's this huge thunder burst of fire that, that ricochets through the air. And it starts the ball starts expanding outward and outward and outward. Your balloon is descending faster to be able the piloting needs a 20 to be able to, to manage to go down properly. And they got it. Hey! So on 40. 12 plus 9 is 21. But the plucky parrot is damaged quite significantly. Throughout the ship, you hear more klaxons going off, and you hear, brace for impact! And it's coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down. In a huge flume of snow, it slams into the side of the mountain. And it starts sliding down, and that's pretty much where we're going to have to end. So we're going to pick up with the scene on the mountainside at the beginning of next episode. Find out where that mysterious shot came from. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.